Hey everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of Talent Talk. I'm John Berkeley, and I'm here with my co-host, Jack Milliken. Music surrounds us, penetrates us, and binds the galaxy together. Jack, what was that? That is a quote from Star Wars, but I may have replaced music with the Force. Anyway, today on the episode, we are going to be talking to Mr. Capagreco about music at CB, and our talent tune this week kind of ties into that a little bit. Yeah, and I'm really excited because uh, Cap really has a perspective because he's gone here. He graduated in, I think, 86 and, you know, has fostered people's creativity here at CB since starting teaching in 94. Yeah. And so it's going to be really interesting to kind of hear his perspective and hear about the type of music that was being created while he was here at school and how he's fostered the creativity of some of the students here. So let's jump right into that conversation. So we're here with the famed Spanish teacher, Mr. Cap Greco. Cap, welcome to the show. Thanks. Thanks for having me. And uh, to start off with, I wanted to ask you, Cap, uh, how'd you get involved here at CB? Uh, not only in the music community, but at the school as a whole. Well, I graduated from CB in 1986, so that was my first connection. Well, actually, my first connection, my uncle went to CB back in the 50s, and uh, I kind of followed his legacy and came here also. Uh, so I, I came to the CB uh, my freshman year. I must have been, what, 83 and graduated in 86 and um, left for college, went to Sac State, went to the University of Guadalajara uh, for grad school, came back after that and saw a job opening in 1994. That summer I applied and got the job. So I actually started working here in the fall of 1994. So class of 95 was my first graduating class that I, as a teacher. Really cool. And uh, so to be more specific, the music community, when you were here, how was it when you first started teaching? Uh, did it seem to change since you were a student? Uh, yeah, it did change when I, from when I was a student. When I was a student in the 80s, uh, the music community was very, uh, it was the birth of hip hop number one so uh there was a lot of pop popping and break dancing and bat yeah. those type of battles yeah. going on you know on the main lawn that's really cool it is you know rap imagine. was just starting yeah. to break big run dmc was out with their first record in 1983 or 84 yeah, yeah. um it was pretty cool we had uh, the live music here also we had a band on campus back then called little larry and the lords of discipline Wow. Which was a student-teacher effort. So there were some teachers in the band and some students in the band. I believe Mr. McGovern might have played in that band also bass, I think. Really? Do you uh, remember where the name came from? I don't remember where the name came <laughs> from. We'll have wild. to ask some of the older people. You can ask English or McGovern. They yeah. might remember that band. That's so interesting. Very cool. So that was that was the music scene when I when I was here. There was, a, like I said, a lot of uh, hip-hop hip -hop. going on and... and some live music bands also rock and roll was really big back then you know right. tight spandex and big hair yeah obviously <laughs> yeah yeah and then when you came back as a teacher how did you get involved you know i've been playing guitar since i was a teenager so since i was in maybe in like late teens and um one of the english teachers here at the time kevin Haig, was in a band called nothing and uh they were pretty popular around sacramento mm -hmm. and he played bass and uh, he was a really amazing musician, is a really amazing musician. Um, and 
uh, he organized a lot of uh, kids and inspired a lot of kids to get into music. But there was a lot of kids that were into music back then also. As a matter of fact, there was a band on campus back in the 90s, like I want to say 95, 96, called Uncle Harlan's Amazing Jug Band. And they were kind of like a Grateful Dead type of band, a yeah. jam band. Their Very songs cool. would go on and on, you know, 20-minute songs and nice. stuff like that. And they'd play uh, at rallies and they'd play at lunch sometimes, you know, Founders Day and stuff like that. Yeah. And we actually put a band together with them, me, Mr. Delgado, a couple of the guys from Uncle Harlan's Amazing Jug Band. Um, Kevin Haig was in that band. And we did a cover of Johnny Be Good in the gym. And that was my first experience as a uh, you know, playing with students. My first year here, I, I was teaching a class of sophomores, but I had a student in my class who was a senior. His name was Ross Hammond. And Ross was a phenomenal guitarist. I mean, you just, you ask anyone on campus and they just knew Ross as, you know, the guitar guy on campus. And and uh, I've kept in touch with Ross over the years and uh, he's a really great guy. He's an activist. He's a um, he's a great musician. He plays blues and slide guitar and he plays all over Sacramento. And I think he actually tour tours around the United States as well. Wow. You can uh, check him out on Facebook. He's, uh, he's got a few records out and, uh, it's really cool music. Very cool. Very cool. So you're, you're talking about these, uh, students that you've had, were there some others that kind of stand out to you as people who are still making music today? Yeah, there are. Ross is one of them. Uh, Justin Farron is another one. Um, he's also, I, gosh, I can't remember when Justin graduated. It might have been 2000, I think. Um, but Justin is another phenomenal guitar player, singer-songwriter. Um, he's got a few records out. He tours all over the place. He's actually been back to CB and played at an open mic night. Really? Um, yeah, back in the mid-2000s, he came and did that for us. Cool. And, Justin is a really great musician. Um, let's see, Emily Collars. She's probably got one of the most beautiful voices I've ever heard that come out of CB. She plays around town a lot. I've seen her uh, playing at the Shady Lady and Harlow's. I think yeah. she also plays in a Steely Dan cover band. Um, Chris Cotta, he's a very, very great guitarist also. Um, he's from the class of 01. He plays around town. He's He's got a really great sound. I love his sound. It's kind of like a country blues type thing. Uh, and he's a phenomenal musician. Um, most more recently, Sochi uh, Hermosillo, mm -hmm. I believe she was from the class of 2010, um, is an up and coming musician in town. She plays a lot around town and she's got a really great sound also. Sochi, she plays guitar and she sings. Cool. There's uh, Vinnie Gadera and the Dead Birds. They're awesome. I, I've seen them a few times uh that's vinnie gadera from the class of 07 and kevin hayes from the class of 05 they have that band out and they play all over town too you should check them out sometime and you brought up open mic night uh that's always a fun event to go to not only as a student spectating but i'm sure as an artist performing uh what impact does that program have on artists here at cb that are up and coming um, I think it's a great venue for artists to showcase their talent at open mic night. Um, Mr. Alordi's class actually is the class that started open mic night, the okay. class of 2003. So they started that in the fall of 02. And I just loved that class of 2003 because it, to me, they were like plucked right out of the 1970s and dropped into mm. the 2000s. They were so artsy. Yeah. They were just bohemians, you know, they, right. they were <laughs> poets and actors and writers and musicians. And, 
it was a, it was a great vibe. And I remember doing those open mic nights back in the day. And, uh, a lot of the bands would go on and on and on. Yeah, they'd play these really long, long jam songs. And sometimes we'd be here till 1am wow. really? in the speech arts room, which was just right down the hallway up here where, where Mundo teaches right now. Open mic started back then in, in O2. And, um, I've actually archived everything from open mic from O2, probably through 2010. I have every open mic archived on, on digital tape. Oh, wow. that's really cool. Um, Julian Alordi is, uh, is another guy, uh, him and Tommy Castillo from the class of 03. They're also in a band called the X Rippers and they play around town a lot. Julian's an amazing musician. I got to play with him at open mic last year. Uh, we did a Crosby Stills Nash and Young song with our principal, John O'Connor and Miss McClellan and Miss Shorn on vocals. Um, that was a really fun project. And we're, he and I are planning on doing something again this year for the, the May open mic. That would be really, really cool. Mr. Lordy's band, The Ex Rippers, is actually somebody who I've seen in Sacramento before. They opened for a band called Peach Pit from from Canada back in uh, probably September. And I went with uh, Joe Nazareo's brother, Thaddeus. And you said uh, Joe, was, was Joe in your class? I did teach Joe. Yeah, I had Joe for Spanish and last year in video, senior video. Uh, Joe is an amazing musician also. Yeah, yeah, that we were guy is about that. so talented. Um, I had the opportunity to play with Joe, Patrick Barnes, and Sean Baker last year. We did a cover of uh, Creedence Clearwater Revival's Lodi. Oh, cool. And uh, that was a lot of fun. And those guys are just like my brothers, man. I mean, they we, they were hanging out in here all the time after school and yeah. BSing and playing music and wow, Joe can just do anything. You know, he can do bass, he can sing, he can play guitar. Yeah, he's incredible. Yeah, Joe's had some really kind of fun releases on SoundCloud recently that are very, I think they're indie inspired, but they're they're kind of genre bending, which is really kind of refreshing. Uh, most of these artists that you've talked about, where would you kind of categorize? Are they all over the board genre wise? Or is it a lot of guitar kind of music? Is it is it more rock and roll? Most of it is guitar oriented music. I would say I would say rock and roll to blues to singer songwriter type uh, music is who I've talked about today. Very cool. And uh, going back to open mic night, Cap, um, what was probably your favorite performance you've ever been involved in at open mic night? Oh wow, that's a hard one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've done quite a few, and you know, with teachers and with students. Um, it's hard to pick a favorite, but I, you know, uh, Katrina Culp and I last year did a cover of, um, a song called backwards by, um, Christina Perry. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, um, I don't know if you've ever heard Christina Culp sing, but oh my God, she's just got the pipes and she just killed that song. I, I think we did a really great performance, uh, of that song. We arranged it differently than it's actually played by Christina Perry just my acoustic guitar and her singing and uh it's I don't know I I can't pick you know I I wrote a song that I I have performed here and then back in 2015 um I had some kids we rearranged the song and I had some two girls in my class sang it and one of the uh, other guys in that class it was um Katie Halston and um Maura um Tomasetti and we they sang and uh 
that was really fun because it was my song, yeah. someone else singing it. Right. Uh, I don't know. I can't pick a favorite performance. They've all been they've all been great. And they've all been great. So you said you write. You wrote a song. Do you write a lot of your own music? Um, I do write music. Um, I wouldn't say a lot, but yeah, I have a little arsenal of songs under my belt. That's cool. <laughs> and have those been recorded? Are they available somewhere? Um, they've been recorded, yeah, like on my iPad at home. <laughs> 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 Not really like in a studio or anything, okay. but uh, yeah, I just, I'm just finishing up a song right now about the Dreamers. And so, Cap, you were talking about earlier how uh, Joe and Pat Barnes would come in your room and hang out and mm-hmm. play music. I mean, how, how does music uh, ha- help you create a bond with some of your students? Well, I think it's music is such a huge part of my life that I, I do bring it into the classroom. Um, and it does create a, a bond with me and my students. Uh, it's something that, you know, is easily relatable across generations. So it, it breaks down any type of barriers. One of the things I do in, in class is after we do, after we finish each chapter, I introduce a new song to the kids. I give them the lyrics. I play the music. We watch the videos. We watch live performances. These are all Spanish songs, of course. Um, but they love it. And, um, you know, I love it and I love to share it with them and it just creates that it opens up that dialogue that we can talk about something else besides Spanish or school or whatever and so it is it's a great um, avenue for uh, getting to know my students better through music Um, oftentimes kids will come back to me and say I've downloaded every song you played in class I you know it's like I, I love these songs and yeah. you know just uh, that, that's always great to hear because if I can open someone up to a new artist or to a different genre of music I, I think that's, that's, that's a great thing. How do you think CB as a whole fosters creativity or you know shapes maybe a student's music taste or their opinion on art in general? How do you think it fosters that creativity? Um, I think that there are different avenues here for kids to get involved in the arts. Um, you know, open mic night four times a year is a great example of that. That gives kids a, a platform to show off their talents or just even a starting point. We have open mic, but also like on, you know, on Founders Day or at um, rallies, kids play, you know, not so much, but in the past, I think that that has been more prevalent than it is now. Um, kids, just not just choir kids, but just kids out of the general population used to play music at liturgies. You know, we'd have kids playing Pink Floyd songs in the middle of a liturgy That's or really U2 cool. songs. And I've got all these things on tape. And I wish we could get back to that because I think it, you know, having part of the larger community be part of things like liturgies or rallies and stuff like that creates a a really special um, experience for, for students. So um, in the past, that's, that's been something that's been fostered here at CB. Kids have been involved in different activities through music. Um, Founders Day, they always set up a little stage outside and you know, showcase, kids can showcase their, their talents there. I remember playing with students at liturgies and you know, it, it, not just me, but other teachers as well, other teachers that were into music, yeah. playing with students at liturgies. And you know, you, you get together, you practice, you rehearse, you create bonds. Um, another awesome musician that I haven't mentioned yet is Daniel Jacobs from the class of 04, who's in a band called AM Exchange. 
Um, the other day I was going through my tapes and I found a piece that we did at a liturgy uh, for the Immaculate Conception and they uh, we did a little acoustic piece, Daniel and I did, and it just brought back all these memories of, of you know, it was a, just a great little piece of music we did, so I clipped it and sent it to him and he, you know, was really happy to receive it. And, that's cool. Um, you know, that's probably something that experience that we played music together has, you know, allowed us to keep in touch for the last 15 years. Yeah, so you kind of it kind of feels like music has been this this piece that has brought you together and maybe created a closer bond with some of your students. Absolutely. It absolutely has. You know, I I just sent Joe Nasareño a text on Friday night and said, "Hey, I just heard your new song. I love it." You know. Yeah. All right, to to kind of finish out our our conversation, I, we wanted to ask what phase of music while you've been here have you felt was like the worst like one of the ones that kind of just make you grind your teeth oh man what <laughs> phase of music um and that there, can include when you were here oh uh, yeah well you know i still like that big hair yeah. band music from when <laughs> i was here so i'm not gonna say that right. <laughs> uh, um I don't know, you know, I don't I don't know that there's really any, you know, music is such a personal thing to so many different people. Well, I hate to say it, but I think the current situation in music with the <laughs> oh, current wow. pop music that's out right now, I could totally do without that. Yeah, um, shots fired. Yeah, uh, for yeah sure. I don't sorry guys. Generations hurting over here. <laughs> right, god. No, no, no. But we really appreciate you coming on the podcast and talking to us about music and if you want to hear any of these artists that we talked about today on the episode, make sure to check the link in the description we've got all of them in a list for your listening enjoyment cap thank you so much for being on the podcast hey thanks for having me guys <laughs>